0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Quick Hitter version of Catch and Shoot 2.0. Along with Otto Strong, I'm Aaron Berlin. Our featured conversation this week is with the host and producer of the Locked on Sixers podcast. She is Serena Winters. And one thing, when you're talking about the Sixers, you can't not talk about Ben Simmons.
1: Let me ask you this question. Uh, and it's a Ben Simmons question. Where do where do you see this going? I mean, a guy hasn't played, he's, you know, there was all kinds of talk on the off season about, you know, he's going to Portland or he's going here, he's going to, and and, and he's still in Philly. So where, where do you see this going?
2: Look, I think Ben Simmons does get traded um, over the next couple of months. I think that He's too good of a talent defensively for teams that are needing players to build around for them not to be interested in. I mean, a team like Minnesota, you know, as an example, I could see them trying to figure out a multi-team trade to get Ben Simmons. Are there questions about Ben? I know that if I was an opposing team and looking at what's happened the past few months, like yeah, that's something to really think about because this guy has not played organized basketball in a significant amount of time. With that being said, we know how good he is in the defensive end. If you've watched this Philly team without him this season, Philly has been one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA, and they have Joel Mead. Joel Embiid is one of the best defenders in the NBA, but what happened is that the Sixers don't have anybody else that can play defense. The Sixers went from a top defensive team in the NBA to a bottom defensive team in the NBA because they don't have Ben Simmons. So clearly he does have value. Does he also have baggage that comes along with that value? Yes. But I think Ben would probably be ready to prove himself elsewhere. Um, at least I know I would be if I were Ben Simmons. And so I think that teams are certainly going to be interested in him. And I would expect him to be traded over the next couple of months.
1: Let me follow up that quickly with another question. So, Google Maps, you got that little guy you could, you kind of, you know, toggle and you could place him anywhere. If you could do that with Ben Simmons, where would you place him? What city would you place him into?
2: For his own self or from a Philly perspective?
1: From his own self, Philly perspective, and and where you personally would like to see him?
2: Well, I would put Ben in a smaller market, personally, that didn't have a ton of the media attention on every little thing. Um, I think that he would thrive better there. And you see that with some players like Jordan Clarkson, who was in LA and look what he's done now in Utah. Um, even D'Angelo Russell has done a lot better since he left LA, uh, Lonzo ball did a lot better since he left a big market. And so for me, I see Ben best case scenario with a smaller market team. I mean, for Philly best case scenario, which I absolutely don't see happening is you get to trade him for Dame, but look. I covered the blazers. I know a lot of people who cover the blazers currently and know the situation inside and out. And unless Dame says, trade me to Philly, he's not coming to Philly. And I don't see that happening this year. If there's anything that happens with Dame, I would assume for that to be next season um, or over the summertime because of money and contract negotiations. You know, I don't see it happening this year. And if that's the case and you think you can get him, then do you wait it out and in essence, kind of waste this season of Joel Embiid because you think you might be able to get that best case scenario player of Dame Waller. I don't know that you do that because you got to make sure Joel Embiid's happy right now. Like that's that's also a priority in this. If you're going to build around Joe and he is ready to win a championship, and I'm telling you, he's ready. I think that he feels like they are on the cusp of it. I think they felt that the past couple of years. You can't waste this year. You've got to make sure that he's on board with whatever it is that you decide to do, because the last thing you would want is another disgruntled player in Philly.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And just to echo the defensive numbers that you mentioned, they're 21st in the loop this year in defensive rating. Last year, they were second in the loop in defensive rating. So the roster has not had that much turnover. It's a big part of what he does as his team. And so it's it's an interesting point that you make. But I'm going to push back a little bit on this because I do think that if you're Joel Embiid, and let's say, of course, you want to win a championship, right? But if you're going to trade an all-star player such as Ben Simmons for pennies on the dollar. What does that do for you? If you're Joel Embiid, right? Because if you bring in a low level all-star for someone who was a top 10 player in the league, I don't think that gets this team any closer to a championship ceiling. Oh,
2: I'm it? with you on that. I'm hundred percent with you on that in terms of pennies on the dollar. And I think that if there's any person in the NBA making the decisions for a team like Daryl Morey is, I think he's the guy that would wait. Right. I, I just think that he he is is. the numbers guy. He is the numbers guy. Um, But it doesn't have to be pennies on the dollar. Right. I think that if he's looking at rather than those top 20 players in the NBA, if you expand your scope to top 40, top 50 players, and you can get somebody that's a legitimate impact player, that plays incredibly well off the ball, um, can provide shooting plays a little defense, and you can also get some picks in return. Would you rather do that? That's not pennies in the dollar per se. Um, would you rather do that? And because I think in reality, the Sixers don't necessarily need an all-star to contend. They have one in Joe, but they do yeah. need a really good impact player in the starting unit. Um, and right now that's, that's what they don't have. So I think there's more options there than just getting an all-star or pennies on the dollar.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's a good point, but at the same time, I, I do think that you need some kind of known commodity when you're sending out a player like that. And I, I think we've seen it numerous times in the association draft picks, they're, they're, they're darts, right? Like like you're throwing a dart and you're hoping it hits at some point. And for any first round pick that you might get back for Ben Simmons is probably going to be a non-lottery pick. It's probably going to be a late first round pick. And so it's, it's a tough situation. And it's one that thankfully I'm not Daryl Morey, right? <laughs> like I don't have to make that decision and I would never want to make that decision because me, I'm the guy who'd hold on to Ben Simmons and I'd be like, I'm going to wait until I can get this guy back out on the court in some way, shape or form. That way he can show that he's healthy. He can show that he's productive and then we can make a deal, but I'm also not trying to win right now. And so it's an interesting conundrum. And I know I just completely contradicted myself on every such situation there. So,
2: but Aaron, you're also a Joel Embiid fan, right?
0: 100%. So So I would love to see my guy succeed. And it pains me that I
2: can't. If you are going to decide to sit Ben Simmons then, okay. And wait it out until next year. What do you do with Joel Embiid this year, knowing that your team and,
0: maybe and he's going to be in a here's play? Here's the thing: it's it's about keeping Joel happy, right? But I don't know if that changes the situation at all for him personally. If I bring in some just guys that are going to help him get to maybe an Eastern Conference semifinal or an Eastern Conference final, right? Because they've been there. They, they need to find players that can actually put them over the hump. And for everything that was made about the process, they've just never been able to get there. And so I think that's where like the, it's the most vexing issue for Sixers fans, right? Like they had all these tumultuous years. They had this treasure chest of picks and I'm not a Sixers fan. I like the Sixers for some reason. I'm not a Sixers fan, but I can like I can cope with Sixers fans in this situation, right? (laughs) Because like at least Boston has like something after all those picks that they had, they have something that they can look forward to. I feel like Sixers fans know what this team is and it's not good enough.
1: If you'd like to hear more from Serena Winters, check out the full version of Catch and Shoot 2.0 from Pure Hoops Media. You can also see the video version of the Catch and Shoot Quick Hitter on the Pure Hoops Media YouTube channel.